What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to It Holds Up, the show where the three of us watch older movies and see if they're still good today. On today's very special episode, where we're going, Tony Rhodes. Going back in time. That's right. It's Back to the Future. I'm Jeremy Miller. I'm Jason Gray. I'm Jason Flynn. And let's see if it holds up. All right, everybody, welcome back to It Holds Up. I want to just come out of the gate with a little bit of a clarification. As a bonus episode, we're taking a little breather from our regular uh, program Skip. schedule. Yeah. And we're watching Back to the Future. Now, here's the deal, gang. You may have heard that intro and wondered to yourself, of course this movie holds up. Of course. Duh. Jason Gray. Oh, see who? Is that the name of this episode? Of course it holds up. That's what of we're... Of course! Of course it holds up. So here's how it came to be, audience. If you're brand new to the show, or maybe you forgot, we watch movies where we may have been blinded by our nostalgia. Blinded! And we see if uh, they've stood the test of time. Now, uh, a lot of our listeners will send us emails and they'll say, hey, you guys, you should watch Jurassic Park. You should watch Indiana Jones. You should do Back to the Future. And we always reply, well... Shut but up. Those movies hold up, <laughs> of course. We don't need to we don't need to see if they're still good. We know they're still good. Yeah, of course it holds up. But for season three of the show, we thought, you know what? Why don't we put those movies through the gauntlet anyways? Because a little sprinkle. Why the you hell know? not? You know? Yeah. It's fun. And here we are. And here we are. How Wait, I you're, do? You're, that was perfect. Is I that mean, good? you're telling me we get to watch the good movies that we know hold up. That's what I'm telling you. And it's kind of like why yeah. we started this in the first place. So we just want to watch movies. We just want to hang out and watch movies. Yeah. That being said, can we cut to in-house news correspondent Jason Flynn? Hello. Jason Flynn, what are we watching today, my man? We are watching Back to the Future. Oh, hey. The first one. Not the second one. Mm-mm. Not the third one. Not the third one. Mm-mm. Well, I got, I got, I got opinions on that. Okay. Pennies? Well, maybe, maybe we'll talk about those pennies. Okay. Um, nineteen eighty-five. Wow. This movie came yeah. out in nineteen eighty-five. I was yes, one. You were negative two or negative one. I was you negative, negative three. Oh my god. Yeah, I was negative one. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, man. This is nineteen eighty-five. Yes, sir. Five. If I had put my my old like. Uh, money's on it. Yeah, well, you know, you know, the puppies, oh. the wife, that whole thing. Yeah, yeah, the condo. Yeah, the condo. Uh, I would have said like ninety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I a it. lot of that is because you know a lot of movies that came out in the eighties mm-hmm. before we were born, we didn't really get into that much. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, of course, like you know, sixteen candles, all the John Hughes shit. Uh huh. Um, out of almost like obligation. Yeah. Right. But Back to the Future was big for all of us. Totally. Like it it came out in eighty five, but it was rocking yeah. for at least ten years, you know? Yeah. I wonder I don't have the desire to look it up. I wonder when three came out. I don't know. Okay. In my head I saw that in theaters, but I don't think 
that that's possible. It might be. It, it might I have been quite so. some time later. Yeah, really? it might have been 93 or 94. Yeah, maybe I'll get unlazy and start looking stuff up. You're Anyways. the look-up <clears throat> stuff guy. Yeah, you're news correspondent. Well, but first let's see? talk synopsis, and okay. then while you guys are talking about some crap I don't care about, I'll go back and look it up. <laughs> Fair. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. <laughs> it happens a lot. I guess. Marty <laughs> McFly, a 17-year-old high school student, is accidentally sent 30 years into the past in a time-traveling DeLorean invented by his close friend, the eccentric scientist, Doc Brown. Love it. That's I feel really like they good. just tell you the entire movie, though. Yep. Yeah. I love it. Everyone dies. <laughs> so, actually, that Jesus. might come up in a fun fact soon, so oh, pay shit. attention. Oh, I'm pumped. Um, there was a UK version of the tagline, he's the only kid ever to get in trouble <clears throat> before he was born. That's oh, that's clever. Really? I don't like it's it. It's the Brits. That's what they do. Yeah, they've got a weird... <laughs> <laughs> that's... No. They're clowns? No, that's not Yakety Sack. Sorry. <laughs> In my head, oh, yakety sack man. is like you know. a British thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do you think about budgets? Oh, I'm gonna say um, a lot of effects. A lot, right? Um, booge, booge. This is Paramount, right? No, Universal. Universal. I have no idea. Yeah, it's Universal. Oh, it has to be because of the ride mm. at Universal Studios. There was a Back to Future ride back in the day. There you go. I remember the preview on Nickelodeon things where they always win the prize to go yeah. to Universal Studios in Orlando, Orlando. Florida. Yeah, that's right. Then when I finally went there and what the Jurassic Park ride, it's still there. And I remembered it like from those commercials. And I was like, wow, this does not, not, not hold up. This is, this is, <laughs> this is super random. But we went, I went to Universal in uh, Los Angeles mm-hmm. uh, in the way, way back machine. And my cousin and I Don't were there. Worry. We're exactly, and we were like the same age. And we went to like what was the back to? The, it was like the the movie effects like thing, and then like kind of run through some things with people, like oh, this is how we do this, this is how we do that, and like one of the big things at the end is they like choose somebody in the audience to be in the DeLorean with like two people, like one's driving and Did the you other get one. Chosen? It was between me and my cousin, and I'm better looking, so they chose me. Hell yeah! I'd say like, so for some reason, <laughs> so, for some reason, I'm like not surprised that you got chosen. For and some. it was I'm like some, some cute girl, like they chose too. So I'm like, they have this. I think it was green screen, but there was some type of like wheel situation, and I'm just like, yeah, 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 you yeah. Know. And she's your your co-pilot. Yeah, the cute girl. If there's mm-hmm. any way number, someone at I Universal can get us about that. that. No, you were too young. She still had cooties kind of a thing. No, I just, it wasn't on my radar. Well, no. it probably was on my radar, but I was so stoked for being chosen. There's a lot going on there. I was also a young child actor. Yeah. So, you know, I had to true. really get into it. Yeah, so. you were in, you were in, you were at work. Uh, yeah, it was an audition. God, right? can we find some footage of that? There's just no were way. Were you it's ever anywhere. in a commercial as a child? Because I could see you being in a commercial as a child. Um, yeah, I did it. I did a couple but like I don't think they aired any if they they didn't air in the US and I was like in the fucking background. I was the ensemble. Text somebody. I'm texting your mom right now. Yeah, can there's we? no there's no way it's anywhere. We have to. I th- have to try. Okay. And I was like in the back you'd have to be like pause it. Oh, okay. There he is. I'm I'm so cool with pausing it. All right. Anyway. <laughs> where were we? Uh, we were talking about Back to the Future. Oh, hey, yeah. Was Jason ever yeah, <laughs> you literally texting yeah, a commercial <laughs> As a child, so Comma, when we get back you from footage, when we get back from the jump after we watch a movie, hopefully uh, we'll have some information on that. Love it, love it, love it. 
All right. Um, so that being said, we're talking budgets. Yeah, we skipped over cast. We'll go back to that. Let's finish on budget. Yeah, let's... Uh, um, the music is phenomenal, so they spent money on that music. Sure, the music. Yeah. That is some of the most iconic. I mean, I guess we're watching a lot of movies that are like iconic for music. Bob Zemeckis, man. This guy knows how to make movies. Bobby Z. Bobby Z. I'm going to go on the budge. I'm going to say a cool 85 mil. Interesting. Yeah. I'm going a little low. I think that's high. You think it's high? For 85? Yeah, I think that's high. Jurassic Park was 65. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're right. (laughs) Yeah. Well, see, I mean, I don't want to give away. Yes, I don't want to give away knowing the answer, but uh, you're gonna want to go lower. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, I shot my shot. You know, <laughs> you got to shoot your shot. Yeah. I'm going like uh, 37. Yeah. 19. What? 19 million dollars. They made Back to the Future Part One for 19 million dollars. Yep. And that they had Industrial Light and Magic on this. That's stuff. what you call inflation, dude. <laughs> I feel like that's like 20 bucks now. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, you know, yeah, about for a movie. For, for a, a movie. For a blockbuster movie, 20 bucks. Gross. What did gross? Global? In U.S. and Canada yeah. or global? Either one. I yeah, got them both. Um. <clears throat> I have no total idea. like. Uh, I know I'm terrible at these, but he knows all. Total gross like lifetime. I believe lifetime? it is. Yeah, well, no, it's I also have opening weekend. I have opening weekend, and then it just says gross U.S. and Canada, gross worldwide. So I'd, I'd assume those are just running numbers. Yeah, this weekend was. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go with uh, like 600 million global. Okay, overshot. I'm <laughs> definitely. I go yeah. down from that because I feel like. Six hundred. Like, that's not that much. Like four four hundo was like a lot. So I'm going three fifty. Gross worldwide three eighty. Okay. Uh, gross up. U.S. Canada two hundred two eleven. Lifetime. Yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, well, opening weekend eleven. Eleven mil. Yeah. So they fucking they they didn't open. Yeah, they didn't they didn't break even on opening. Wow. That's kind of. I also though do feel like again I was one when it came out, so I wasn't there. We should have brought Alan in for this. Yeah, Alan's our old friend. <laughs> he He's pretty old. He probably saw it. Text him. He probably saw it in theaters. Um, he was in high school. <laughs> he probably saw this, and he could tell you what the reaction was when it first came out. But I feel like this is one that it was like a slow burn, right? He, you can tell he's texting him right now. I did. <laughs> yeah, I asked him. Boop, boop, beep, boop, 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 boop. Uh, yeah. That's, that's, um, boy, I was way off on all that. It's okay. You're going off of like current times. If I, like. I, I am. I'm and also when you think cast wise, which we could get into, they probably didn't have to spend that much on cast. No, no because you've all. got Michael J. Fox. Yeah. At the time. He, he was big at the time. Uh, well, yeah, because he had American Teen werewolf. Teen was wolf. The first one. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, he had a lot going on. Christopher Lloyd. Big. I mean, Ish. Was but, he? I mean, I think he was big, like, way Long back before, when. yeah. How tall is he? Yeah, <laughs> I think he's actually pretty tall. <laughs> if I am like tells us, tall. I will tell you all about that. Okay. Leah Thompson. Mm. Like, big-ish. Big-ish. I'm but a again, fan. Me too. Mm. We got a comment about her and the fun facts coming up. Okay. Crispin Glover. Oh, my God. The dad. George. He, he I mean... We're not there yet. I will. I'll hold. What? I Say I it. love. And I, I'm I'm being careful because I don't want to regret saying this later. Okay. But he might be my favorite part of this movie. 
interesting. Like he, the okay. like there's so many favorite parts of this movie. Yes. But Crispin Glover is incredible in this movie. I think we can say best supporting character hands down. By by far. I mean, but then but but then like we have Biff who I have held long <clears throat> for most of my life. He is one of the all-time greatest villains Good in cinema. Guy. Good bad guy. Thomas F. Wilson. Yeah, that's right. That's who that is. Wow. Oh, we forgot, like, Christopher Lloyd was in Taxi yeah, he was before t- this. And oh, that really? Was, that was oh, massive. Massive. Okay. Yeah. Massive. <clears throat> that was 70s, 60s, 70s. Yeah. Ask Alan. Alan or <laughs> Hey, Alan, we didn't want to ask Google. I wanted to ask you, how yeah. is Taxi? <laughs> Alan or Google? It's <laughs> actually a thing. Um, yeah. Billy Zane. BZ? Billy Zane is one of uh, Biff's little... Uh, oh, my God, you're right. He's one of his little people in it. He is. Yeah. Whatever happened to that guy, Isn't man? Flea in this movie or is he in the second No, that, one? you're thinking of Point Break. I am thinking of Point nope, Break. Nope, that wasn't no. Flea. That was, that was uh, Anthony Kiedis. Anthony Kiedis. Flea no. is in... You're, you are thinking about Flea. Yeah. You're thinking about him. He The second um, one, maybe. Yep. As... Um, oh, as one of the... Needles. Yes. Needles yeah, puts him needles? up. I, I don't know if it's him, but it looks like him. It's definitely him. It's a thousand percent. And him. he's I, like, I think you're right. Like, you know, he's trying to get McFly to make that deal. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, what are you, two. chicken? Yeah. You know, and he's like, is that, is that yeah. him? Yeah. Yeah. We got there, bro. And he's in three. I don't remember shit about three, but he's in three. Says good well. pull, Jay. Good pull. Good I pull. thought my brain <laughs> connected the dots. So that means we might actually have some needles in this one as well. Question mark. Uh, well, I'm thinking of the when RHCP was a thing, and I don't think they were a thing in '85. Yeah, which not. would have been '84, '83, or it would have been yeah. like yeah. right in there. Yeah, like they weren't big enough yet. That's good pull, Dave. Uh, two was '89. By the way, back to when was three? Was 80, oh God, ninety-one, ninety-two. I really should get better at this. Yeah, You're somewhere around great. there. You're doing great. Yeah, somewhere around there. Okay, <laughs> keep it coming. Uh, we're sitting just under two hours, hour and fifty-six minutes. Love it. Thank God. Yeah. No, we yeah. know the music's going to be great. Yeah. Acting John Williams. Great. Oh man, <laughs> pretty sure. I well. The one, when I say the music, well, yeah, the main theme, but I was going more back to Huey Lewis and the news. Here. Oh, yeah. We got Huey Lewis up in the house. You got Huey Lewis. You got Chuck Berry. Is it Chuck Berry? Yeah. That's sure. I th- I'm pretty sure it's Chuck Berry. Wanna go back in time. No, that's Huey Lewis. I know. <laughs> it's definitely not Chuck Berry. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh. Anywho. Anywho. What are we doing? Interesting. I don't know <laughs> that... Uh, Composer, Alan Silvestri. Oh, I thought that that Jesus, Jeremy, mm, you got something wrong. I thought this was Whoa. a John Williams joint. <laughs> J Dubs. Yeah, it seems like it is. Yeah, just because it's one of those iconic '80s '90s theme songs. Exactly. Um, it's so good. Because yeah. remember, like when we did Indi- Indiana Jones, and yeah. it's like it kicks off right off, or oh, yeah. Jurassic Park kicks yeah. off right off with that music. Yeah, it's gonna be the same way. You want to go into nostalgia? Like, what do we know? Yep. What do we like? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, or fun facts. Flint it's up facts. To you. Yeah, Flint we got facts. We got Flint facts, baby. Yeah. What's a what's a fun fact? Okay, so Leah Thompson. Yes, sir. She has. An agent, as do many actresses. I'm just making stuff up while I'm. Jeremy trying to has find an agent. 
You have an agent? No. Oh, okay. I wish I did. <laughs> you will at some point. Someday. So her agent, who was a, quote, very famous agent, okay. assessed her options for her, and she told her, here's your career, Leah. Virgins, whores, and mothers. That's who you get to be for your career. Wow. Okay. And Leah Thompson recalls with a laugh. And then I realized why Back to the Future is such a great part for me. She's all because I got to play a virgin, a whore, and a mother <laughs> all in one. <laughs> I mean, I will say I love that she she's like, you Just know what? It. Like, fuck it, dude. <laughs> you know? Um, you know, and outside of the Back to the Future trilogy, I don't know that I've seen a whole lot of her. Dennis no. Menace. She was the mom. In oh, she's the mom. Dude, we need to add that to the list. Christopher Lloyd. Oh, yeah. He's he the plays the guy. hobo. The yeah, hobo. I don't know if that holds up. I don't. I watched that movie so much. I wanted a fucking slingshot, man, after I saw that movie. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Yep. Walter Matthau. Yeah, dude. Uh, you guys uh, remember those sling, those are like wrist rockets? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Those oh, were dangerous. Yeah, no, those are dangerous. Fuck you up, man. Yeah. Um, what other fun facts do we have, Flynn? Oh, I was facts. looking at what else Leah Thompson Leah Thompson's been in. You're right. Like I mean, lots and lots and lots of things. But as far as ones that we're generally interested in, yeah, this was much. by far her biggest. Yeah, for for us for sure. Yeah. Uh, so the test audience when Robert Zemeckis and Bob Gale were testing this with audiences, mm -hmm. they never told him it was a comedy. So when they put Einstein into the time machine, they thought that they thought something gruesome was about to happen to the dog. Oh, wow! <laughs> so could you imagine really? going into this movie? Could you imagine going into this movie thinking like maybe it's like a horror movie? <laughs> like what if you end up on the other side with like an extra arm growing out of? I your mean, chest it could have very like easily taken a, a yeah. horror sci-fi kind of turn. <laughs> like how you'll see, you know, they took someone did the what if Game of Thrones was a rom-com or a sitcom yeah right and they made it yes you know with a laugh track and everything on yeah. it i, I want to see this preview I'll, we'll see if we can find one Kay. i want to see the preview the horror of this movie, movie preview spun as a horror movie <laughs> like i think and what if we play this game sometimes on the show what yeah. if there was a rated r version of this oh you know it could get interesting differently uh we'd see a lot of sex yeah <laughs> you know like Probably boobs and sex. stuff <laughs> <laughs> the peeping tom scene is yeah, a like lot you, more graphic catch a little nip biff probably like beats somebody up like gruesomely <laughs> like, gru like he biff is actually like fucking negan you know from walking dead yes. yeah but it can't be because it's still grounded in like somewhat of reality yeah yeah so but it, but like that real just that like real gruesome the leather villain. the leather jacket yeah. mm-hmm I'm going to beat someone's head in with a bat. I can yeah. see Biff doing that. Me too. Biff. The dog dies. The The Libyans. Yeah, the, <laughs> the Libyans. <laughs> definitely kill like multiple people. Yeah, like it's we take on more of a... <laughs> the Libyans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Libyans. Oh, man. Well, no. we'll never know we'll because never. Uh, my last little fun fact was the rights to the film and its sequels are owned by Robert Zemeckis and Bob Gale. Nice. In a wow. 2015 interview, they maintain that no reboot or remake of the film would be authorized during either of their lifetimes. Yeah, they've got a... I, I like that. I and like that. And what a rare thing now yeah. for them to actually yeah. own the rights. Like it's we crazy. were talking in a text about like how Quentin Tarantino owns nothing. Yeah. You know, Miramax owns all of it. I oh, am. Yeah. And so the fact that they actually own this, and that's why it, it's 2021. Yeah. Everyone's rebooting everything, everything now. Yeah, and this is one that's just not going to get done. Yeah, but like <laughs> the thing with this is tangent, 
But the thing with like Miramax owning Quentin's shit is that like you can't do that without Tarantino. You could do Back to the Future without Bobby Z. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's true. And they would do it. We would have something on fucking Disney Plus or yeah. wherever. God. That's like a Back to the Future show. A thousand percent. A that's thousand a percent, dude. And again, and it's a sitcom. It's a, and yeah. coincidentally, <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy was one of the producers of the film. And she, you know, she's overseeing all of Lucasfilm. So I could absolutely see some stupid spinoff show would, on I, Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah, thousand percent. They'd absolutely be trying to milk this for every dollar. As soon as they're both dead, a sequel comes out within a year. Yeah, Back to the Future Four <laughs> revisited. God damn it! <laughs> they try and put Michael J. out there. Ooh, <laughs> no, they probably recast. Yeah. They probably just redo it. Yeah. Like, oh, we're going back to the first one, the prequel. I did see in here. Um, back to the first. Christopher one? Lloyd did say they. Christopher Lloyd has always maintained that he'd want to see a fourth one where they like go to ancient Rome. Yeah, and that'd like, be sick. That'd be cool. Like, yeah, but at the same time, kind of like um, how Bill and Ted like kind of like yeah. we just keep we just keep going back and oh okay we went and did something again. How yeah, do you make on. ancient Rome not campy? In that universe. That's tough. How man. do you make which, like, which Egypt? Honestly, I think is why the third one kind of flopped the way it did is because you can do a Western, but to do a comedy Western, that's challenging. Yeah. And one and two make sense. 100%. They, they make the most sense. Yeah, it's like, sure. well, I went back in time, Yeah, but now I changed the future. So now I have to go into the future yeah. to correct back, back again. Back there, yeah. Then the third one, like, okay, now you're out of butterfly effect and you're just really yeah, screwing around. Yeah, that's interesting. And I think uh, on the other side of the, the film, we'll talk about which ones, how they rank for us. Um, What's but, funny, I was about to just bring up, oh, which one do you like the best? Should, we, should so, we do that? I like it now. Yeah, let's, okay. let's just do it now. I, I am... Um, of course it holds up. Yeah, of course it holds up. This movie's incredible. I see who. I have watched this movie more times than I could even count. This this might be of all the movies we've watched over bonus episodes. Mm-hmm. This might be the one I've seen the most for sure. It's what about you, Jake? This Ray? one and JP. I yeah, think for yeah. Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Uh, I I think I like the second one more. I was um, gonna say as a kid I liked it more, but I think I like this one more as an adult. Yeah, and we'll we'll find out because I haven't I haven't done the second one in a couple of years. I usually do. I did Back to the Future like a month ago. And here I am, Heaven. like, thrilled to do it again. Yeah. There's, that's telling, you know? Yeah. Um, but what I love the most about this movie is that everyone's playing multiple characters, mm-hmm. and they do it so well. Yes. Like, everyone in their respective time period mm-hmm. and their respective character, they are that character 100%. Mm-hmm. And the differences too. Yeah, and like they're so like I remember being a kid and being so confused about like what was happening because they did it so well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's special. We got Biff, like one of the all time greatest villains. You know where like he up there. I remember as a kid being fucking terrified of Biff. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. I remember when I went to middle school, first day of sixth grade. I'm like, dude, am I gonna run into a Biff here? You know what I mean? How they always show him get tall. Yeah, dude. Right? He always yeah. gets big when he's going to beat someone up. Yeah. Manure, man. <laughs> manure. I hate I manure. I hate manure. What else? What other nostalgia do you guys got? Jay Gray, tell me about your first time watching this movie, dude. I don't 
know if I remember the first time, but it could have been a Dadder Day. Dadder Day. Um, as far as like which one I like the best as a kid, same deal. I think number two because of fucking hoverboard. Yeah, hoverboards, man. Like, come other, on. There are other things, but the hoverboard yeah. and the whole like the recreation of the chase scene in yeah. the in the town square. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the hoverboard. Yep. Over the water. Yes. You can't do it without power. Remember? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which that's is the, uh, the glasses? That's Polly Shore who says that. No, it's not. Oh, I was gonna I was say like, it's I'm so bothered. easily could be. I was I like, I, I was it's like, not. how did we miss this? Yeah. <laughs> um, nostalgia. Yeah, I mean, this is like, I've seen this movie so many times. Mm-hmm. This is another TNT movie, right? Might like be. it's on TNT. Like yeah, it I think was, so. It was on TNT yeah. and watched it a bajillion times. Christopher Lloyd said he will still, if he's flipping through channels and it pops up, he'll watch it. I figure that's probably on TNT. I yeah. Whereas Crispin, Glof- Crispin Glover says he's only ever seen it one time after the movie came out. Well, and there was all kinds of, uh, not to derail us, but there was all kinds of drama because hmm. I believe, um, I don't think Crispin Glover came back for the sequel. I believe they recast him because of some disagreement between him and production. Mm. I'll have to, we'll fact check this during the film. Um, But there was some fallout between him and production and he didn't come back for the sequel or the third one. And, but they used his likeness, obviously like with who they cast and how he acted and Chris McGlover sued them. And it was like one of the first big cases in Hollywood where Mm. someone sued for using their likeness without him getting paid. So I'll, I'll fact check that during the yeah. film, but I'm pretty sure there's something That's like interesting. that. Yeah. Jennifer, the girlfriend changes the number two and three, but it That's was right. due to uh, her grandma getting sick or something. And so she didn't sign on for two and three. So then they swapped over to Elizabeth Shuey. Yep. Oh, that's right. It's that's her. right. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to go out on a limb resident out on a limb guy. Be careful. Let's climb with him. I like okay. the first Jennifer Moore, dude. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I love Elizabeth Shue. I do. Yeah, I love her. But I like the first Jennifer the most. I think, I I think can't it remember gets cheesy. Her. I can't remember her in the first one. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's campier in the second and third one. Whereas, like, in the first one, like, when they're at the clock tower, right, her and Marty, and she's, like, they're kind of, like, kissing and shit, and she writes her number down, and it's, like, call me, and, like, she runs off, like... She can get it, boys. You know what I mean? I like, don't. I honestly don't remember the first. They're like about to make out, and then that old lady comes up, save the clock tower. You know? <laughs> wow. Yeah, dude. That was good. Really embodied that old lady. I know her, dude. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, man. Okay. Here we are. That's what, what I got. I mean, what's your nostalgia, man? I love it. <laughs> again, <laughs> I love it. Again, Period. like number two, I think was better. I don't remember number three at all. Number one, I remember everything because it's amazing. I'll say the the thing about number three that got me when I was a kid, I loved Westerns. Loved them. See, and I didn't. Yeah, I mean, my dad was a big Ennio Morricone guy, a lot of spaghetti Westerns. God bless you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but like Cover we, your mouth. We, we watched a lot of Westerns, right? Uh-huh. So to see one with kind of a sci-fi element, that was brand new to me. And Doc Brown in the duster, you know, and he pulls out his rifle with the scope and it's all like, you know, gizmoed. I would love a duster. Dude, me too, bro. I don't know when I would wear it. I feel like out of everyone, you would pull it off. Just walking around in it all the time. Oh, thank you. I'm going to just go out on a limb again and say we should all get dusters, boys. (laughs) You know what I mean? Well, after the jump. (laughs) Where does one get a duster? 
We got to time travel, dude. We got to get a DeLorean. and Got to go back in time. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so I love all of it, and it's amazing. And the music and the yeah. principal. Oh, uh, the bald Strickland. Guy. Strickland. Yeah. Which he was also right next to this Top Gun. Yeah, right? that's he, right. He was the naval commander in that's Top right. Gun. Yeah. I got to send one of you to Miramar. <laughs> <laughs> right? Doesn't he say that? Yeah. Something like yeah, that? just like that. Just like the 30s. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta send you a mirror, eh? Yeah, and honestly, like... Uh, shipping what, rubber duck shit out of Hong Kong. <laughs> <laughs> as I'm thinking about it, though, he really embodied the principal energy yeah. so well. Like, all my principals were like that. Just these ruthless fucking assholes, you and know? I don't know. I'm sure it was actually intended to be this way, but something just clicked where you said... All the characters played so well of like their future ones yeah, and yeah. their past ones, and he's identical. Yeah, future yes. and past. Yeah, it's yes. gonna be the same. Hundred percent. Like in the second one when he's on his porch with the shotgun, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. in his pajamas, <laughs> yeah, with like the bandolier the shot of <laughs> yeah. shotgun shells. Yep. <laughs> yeah, dude, I love that, man. Well, I'm I'm pretty fired right, up. I'm Should we just go. jump in, you guys? Let's so. go watch this. Thing. All right, so we're gonna go watch Back to the Future. We're gonna come back to the future. We'll be back well, in the future. We'll to be the back past. in the future. <gasps> but we'll be in the future, but they'll be watching in the past. No, oh no, no. They'll be watching in the future. We'll be in the past. Oh, my. We will. Dude, this is like Inception, <laughs> man. How many layers deep with did a, you With a little bit of interstellar. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, what? <laughs> we'll save it for later for who could have done it better. I have an idea. Yeah, who could have done it? We'll who could have done it? All right, you guys. We'll see you on the other side. Do you remember... The future. You've got to come back with me. Where? Back to the future. Are we back? We're back. October 21st, 2015. Marty, we're going to be able to see our wedding. Wow. Future. I got to check this out, Doc. Look what happened oh. to your son. <laughs> He's a complete wimp. Don't talk to anyone. Yelping, looking, bum. Hey, look. Don't touch anything. I need to borrow your hoverboard. Come on, come on, come on. Try not to look at anything. I didn't invent the time machine to win at gambling. I can't lose. I invented a time machine to travel through time. Hey, Doc, I'm all for that. What's wrong with making a few bucks on the side? Now, the time continuum has been disrupted, creating an alternate 1985. There have been a few changes. It's like we're in hell or something. No, it's Hill Valley, although I can't imagine hell being much worse. But they'll all be back. Eat less, slackers! Biff? Hello? Hey. Hello, anybody home? Why they can't be you? You're so big. Michael J. Fox. Christopher Lloyd. Michael J. Fox. More like a couple of teenagers, you know? And Michael J. Fox. Mom, is that you? Steven Spielberg presents a Robert Zemeckis film, Back to the Future, Part 2, coming November 22nd to theaters everywhere.
All right, everybody, welcome back. We just watched Back to the Future, and we're here to talk about it. Hold on, I have breaking news from the news station. This is a first. I know. (laughs) This just in, Jason Gray was indeed in a commercial as a child actor. I forgot. (laughs) So. All right. Do you remember this? Do you know what commercial you were in? I don't know. Uh, Tell me it was something embarrassing. Ovaltine? <laughs> that shit was so, big in the 90s. The problem is I didn't good. get actual details about what it was for because even the the old parents are a little unsure about it. Damn. But it involved a bunch of clowns. Ooh, yes. that's... Oh, now he remembers. Are we, are we tapping into Jason Gray's childhood trauma? Maybe. He was a person in a stand watching clowns. Yeah, I told you. I was like in the fucking background. It's How much counts, money baby. did you make for this? I can't remember. Like $50. I was going to say 50 bucks. Yeah. Hell yeah. Nice, yeah. Jay. Cash right. money, baby. That's like $10 million when you're a kid. So oh, yeah. now, when in life, you are given multiple paths. Okay. Okay. Like, a path is put in front of you. Okay. Okay. Yep. Um, some people make choices. Okay. They do. Jason got a second audition for another commercial, but he had to make a choice. Do I continue with my illustrious acting career or... Or my soccer career. You chose soccer? I guess. I mean, we know this because he's a professional soccer player now. <laughs> right. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> no. Anyways, I think things could have been what they could have been What did he continued acting. Did his parents uh, report having any of the footage? Uh, they don't even know if it ever aired. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> See? Clearly, I should have done that. Clearly, I chose the right path. You had a you had a crack at an acting career, I think, Jay. Well, you know, I so thank have... you, Grays, for getting back to me so thank promptly. You so much. It really helped this episode. Thanks, mom and dad, <laughs> and they're watching. We know they are. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah, they're for fans. sure. Rich is. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. That is amazing, and thank you so much for remembering for breaking it. Hey, back, back to you, Jeremy. Let's go ahead and talk about Back to the Future, guys. Now. I have so many <laughs> that thoughts. That was a big. That was a big sigh. Ordinarily <laughs> on the show, he seems really upset about this episode. Oh no, I'm psyched. I'm joking. Jason Gray <laughs> is resident notes and quotes guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, per tradition, we're going to go ahead and kick it to you, Jason Gray, for, for notes some and notes and quotes. I will add as a caveat. Ooh, I also took a little bit of notes. A little dabbling. Just things I didn't want to forget. Things I didn't want to forget. Mm. Well, notes and quotes, notes and quotes, notes and quotes with Jason. Jason. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I totally <laughs> forgot. For very first note, opening with like the clocks in the workshop yeah. and like the toast that clearly is like burnt, burnt yeah. and like the dog food that's yeah. like, yeah. like drops the dog food mm-hmm. into the bowl. Mm-hmm. I totally forgot about that. Oh, man. Men don't burn toast, according to Jeremy. They oh. don't. So we know it's who. a machine. We, <laughs> we know who put the toast in. For oh, those was a machine, yeah. It was yeah, so it's really hey, nobody. So it's accurate. For yeah, listeners Skynet. at home who may be a I little confused it. at that reference, that is from our episode on Jungle to Jungle. Jungle to mm-hmm. Jungle. Uh, we were talking about Tim Allen having the big three in one year. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, box office smash, best-selling book, and Emmy-nominated television show. And I thought the name of the book was 
Men, Men don't, don't burn, burn toast. toast. No. I, don't, I don't remember what it was actually oh, called. <laughs> no, but it's definitely not that. It's definitely go not take that. a listen. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. The whole setup before we see like Michael J. Fox as well, like with like the knobs, and it's like it's from like his waist up. We don't see him. Yeah. Until like after he kind of plugs in the guitar. Yeah, dude. And the, and then he holds the pick. Yes. And the light shines on it. Ring. Oh man, and. I'll just I'm just gonna go out go ahead and say it. When I was a kid, uh, for the listeners, long term listeners, long time listeners of the show know that I used to get into movies when I was a kid. Get into huh? and I was obsessed with Doc Brown's laboratory. All oh, the like, gizmos and gadgets and knobs plenty. and buttons and who's it and what's it? Who's it? What's it? yeah? Oh yeah, dude. And what are the things in Twister? Think of Bob's. Think of Bob's. <laughs> yeah, it's got plenty. Yeah, plenty. But who cares though, right? <laughs> I don't. Yeah, Jeremy I, I has the no next idea. Where has we're no at. idea what, what we're doing. What I miss? <laughs> I'm we'll, in we'll, you we'll just, put it you, right here. Yeah, and then when this episode eventually comes out, you'll you'll who's he? What's it? You, you just you want to be where the people are. I, <laughs> I missed it. I get it. Where's the people? Um. There's an answer for it. I yeah, don't remember, but is. I love this. Let's just go. <laughs> they're just they're walking around on their uh, their. Am I at the butt feet? end of a joke right now? Absolutely. It's yeah. gonna be on this. Yep. Yeah, and the people, by the way, are up where they run. Yep. I don't care. I want more. Let's yeah. go. Okay. Well, we'll. Uh, I'll find out with the audience. That, what was, that was a fun. That was a fun yeah. little bit. Good, good, good riff. <laughs> that was for you guys <laughs> to laugh at Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> At least Samantha Gray is going to know what this is. I'm confident she Ooh. is going to know what that is. That's my wife. So Hi, wife. Let's go. I, um, I don't mean this to be an insult, okay? but it feels weird to live in a world where Samantha Gray knows what's going on and I don't. Especially on a movie yeah. reference. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Literally a movie reference. Yeah, this is uncomfortable. All right, let's go. Uh, Michael J. Fox looks like a baby and is short as fuck. Yeah, he's young. He's short yeah. boy. He's a little guy. He's a little guy. We love him. Yeah, I wonder how old he was in this. Let me get back to you. Flim facts. Crap. Fairly I need to stop asking questions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll get to that. Uh, <laughs> very early on, we see Jennifer, who yeah. you referenced. Yeah. And was I right or was I right? This Jennifer. Yeah. Greater than number two and number three, Jennifer. Hundred percent. And it's not even just a looks thing. It's just the entire <laughs> character. Yes. Like she feels perfect for the, you know, the world that they're in. Mm -hmm. Whereas I feel like Elizabeth Shue was always a little like, I don't know, felt like, like you said, campy. There's just something about that character that never really felt at, right. At the same time, number two is campy. And actually number one was actually pretty campy. Right, like the acting, yeah. like the parents at the beginning and at the end, like everything's so over the top. For sure. Yeah, now totally. I'm actually kind of wondering if I go back and what was I almost taking it too serious? Hmm. Could be. Possibly. I'll report back to you guys on the group text because when you guys leave, I'm putting on the second one. Really? I'm doing it, dude. Of, cor of course. I'm going to go okay. get a burrito, come home and watch Back to the Future 2, and then do my adult errands. I love it. Yep. Costco can wait till tomorrow. It could. It's open on Sunday. Boom. Not like the post office. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> if you need to get some postal out. No, I don't mail anything. Come on. 
Actually, Didn't that came up. About that? that came it up did. during this. Is yeah. Like who mails? Let, remember, he's writing a letter. Yes, yes. Like, who writes letters? <laughs> Send a last? text. Hey, yeah. Doc Brown, you're gonna get killed. <laughs> yeah. Boom. Movie's when over. Is the last yeah. time you wrote a letter? I wrote a letter to my grandma two years ago. Okay. And before that, it must have been a decade. Yeah. Remember when we? Were, you probably wrote it in cursive too, right? Because yeah. that's the only way you write letters. Yeah, you have to. Got it. Cool. Um, okay. Fast forward to the movie. <laughs> okay. So we are in the parking lot right before. Twin Pines Mall. If, Twin Pines Mall right before um, we're introduced to the DeLorean time machine. Mm-hmm. And you see the shops that are in Twin Pines Mall. That's right. And immediately we get germs say, uh, you know what didn't hold up? J.C. Penny. That's a true. That's a true story. And Flinny follows up with, or Toys R Us. Yeah, <laughs> dude. R.I.P., dude. Yeah. There was a Toys R Us at the beginning. They there was, yeah. 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 What a bummer, huh? I mean, I guess. Who cares? But, yeah. The shopping mall <laughs> on its way out, you know? Yeah. Well. Yeah, you know. I got meta. opinions on that. That's a whole different. Uh, yeah, that's the that's real estate. Do that on your real estate YouTube. No, not even no, on that. Just that's on. That's a metaverse shopping mall is probably where Jay is at. That's actually a good point, too. <laughs> <laughs> I just meant I hate going to stores. I love Amazon. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Don't buy local. Buy Amazon. (laughs) Sponsored by. (laughs) Jason Flynn from It Holds Up. Um, (laughs) Christopher Lloyd's facial expressions are the capital T, capital H, capital E best. Yeah, the best. And look, I even, that's my first. My first note. Dude. Christopher Lloyd's facial expressions. Look at you getting a good note on your first notes and quotes. I, I mean, I'm standing in a huge shadow, but I feel like you I'm know. doing okay. You know what I mean? You're doing good. Um, now, on the top half of this episode, I said Crispin Glover was my favorite. I'm going to walk that back. It's yeah. going to be Christopher Lloyd. It's Christopher Lloyd. It's a thousand percent Christopher Lloyd. It's a thousand percent Christopher Lloyd. And we'll get to who could have done it, but... Just for the sake of clarity, I want to say that Christopher Lloyd is my number one in the film. Yes. Crispin Glover is number two, though. Okay. I'm, I'm standing by that at least. Um, but th- this movie is as good as it is because of Christopher Lloyd. Yes. Undoubtedly. If, if it is somebody else doing not as good of a job, it is not the movie that it is. Exactly. No way. No way, dude. I mean, Amazing. all of his movies, especially from, let's say, our era, okay. right, mm-hmm. of our era movies, you've got all the Back to the Futures, yep. the Adams Family, oh, he plays yeah. Fester. Fester, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, yeah. And it's kind of that same, like, just every, all these characters are the big boisterous ones. We talk yep. about Dennis the Menace, he's the hobo. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a thought on him. Okay. Anytime Christopher Lloyd is on screen, it's mm-hmm. moving the plot forward. Yep. Every single time. Every time. And he does it in a way that's like not like, here we are moving the plot forward. Yeah. It's like it's you're learning with him yeah. how it's moving forward. Well, and the and the genius that he brings is that like and we we were kind of riffing on this during the movie, but like his mannerisms, his yes. delivery, his facial expressions. What he is doing, everything like he does, you yes. don't expect it to be delivered the way yeah. he does. Right, so it's like if we read the script, mm-hmm. if we just had the screenplay in front of us, we wouldn't imagine no. it happening the way he does it. Yep, and 
you know, that's like, okay, well, Jeremy, that's just acting. But like, there's a difference. He takes it a step beyond. That's why we kept asking, like, I wonder if that was ad libbed because someone right. reading that script and being like, oh, you should do X, Y, Z. No way. I don't think so. I think nah. that's Christopher Lloyd's interpretation. Yeah. Well, I mean, we have no way of knowing. No. But that's kind we of ask what him. it felt like. It felt so organic. Yeah, it felt so real that yeah. we're like, is he really doing that? Yes. Right. And I just, I love it, guys. He's super good. This that this shit makes me so happy. It's good, you know. Um, we learned that Jason Flynn doesn't understand how time travel works. <laughs> Look, I'm sorry, I don't understand <laughs> bullshit theoretical. <laughs> In your defense, I've read, I've spent a lot of time on YouTube wormholes and Wikipedia reading about how this doesn't work and stuff. I don't remember enough to be able to give it to you guys with justice right now. That's but okay. What I'll say is that. There are very few movies where I feel like they nail time travel in a way that isn't full of plot holes. Interstellar. Interstellar being one. I think uh, Deja Vu with Denzel did a pretty good job. Remember that one, guys? Interesting. 2007 okay. or 8, maybe? Oh, the, uh, the one, it's like romantic comedy, kind of, and it's dark, where the kid knows how to like go back in time. Um, it's with uh, Rachel McAdams. Um, About time. Is it about time? I don't know. She's in a movie called About Time, and she's is that, in it. I so like who's that. the lead? The male lead in that? Do you remember? Uh, he's the guy who's um, the red, the redheaded kid in the new Star Wars movies. Who's like the the general who defects in the newest oh. one? Oh, oh. General Hux. Uh, Domhnall Gleeson. Yeah, Domhnall. That's him. Yep. Yeah. He's oh, the Margot Robbie person in it. that. Really. Maybe I will be watching. It's about it. time. That's yeah. what it says. About, yeah, about time. It's oh. a great movie. I'm gonna give it a go. That sounds awesome. It's you should watch that with Bethany. Okay. When, when Tim Lake is 21, his father tells him a secret: the men in their family can travel through time. I am in, dude. It sounds fucking stupid. That no, sounds great. <laughs> Although he can't change history, Tim resolves to improve his life by getting a girlfriend. Dude, fucking hell yeah, man. Where'd you go, Tim? Again, it sounds like a stupid, like, yeah. romantic comedy, but it's not. And, and it's I mean, come on, you guys bad. know me, dude. I'm here for that shit. You yeah, know I know, I mean? but I'm just saying, like, Jeremy it's more loves accessible. Well, <laughs> not every, but. Uh. Uh, so, am <laughs> I to understand that the girlfriend he gets to improve his life is Rachel, Rachel McAdams? That's yep. why I'm in. <laughs> what a, you got Margo what a way Ruby to improve and, your life, man. <laughs> you got <laughs> Margo and Rachel. I'm. I'll and Domhnall is awesome, dude. Yeah, love that him. kid's he's, got chops. He is freaking. He gets he's a, good. He Do gets sex. an Oscar in our lifetime for sure. One hundred percent. Yes. Not two sex. Ex Machina. Oh, oh dude. Oh, yes. Yeah. He uh, owns in that and Black Mirror. Remember I, him? I had to stop watching Black Mirror. Me too. It I've got. Too much. It was getting too real. Way too. Re- there was yeah. an episode where yeah. I was like, "We have now." I my brain is going to melt if I yeah. continue watching this. I, I stop agree. watching. Yeah, I'm with you guys. Somewhere in season two. Yeah, I, I did it anyway. Um, <laughs> quick note, Kay. which we said multiple times when we were watching it, the music is perfect. You can't get better. No, you can't. There's no and, way. And I, I found myself at least, I don't know, four or five times, anytime like the main themes came on, mm-hmm. shocked that it wasn't our boy John Williams. Um. Cause it it is very similar, it, very similar. The, like the if the I had, old, if I had said it yeah. with enough conviction, like oh yeah, it's John Williams, everybody would be like, oh yeah yeah yeah. No, I believed you right until but you said it wasn't because it's got that. But then we we during the film we looked up the guy mm-hmm. uh, Alan Silvestri, I think his name, mm-hmm. and he did like the Adam. Avengers theme and mm-hmm. you know a bunch of 
So he's he's up there too. He's got chops. He's good. Yeah. Um. Oh, we learned about something. What? The Florence Nightingale effect. Oh my god, dude, that shit got you so good. You've never heard of that? I've never, I've never heard, heard of that. that. I don't think I knew it was called that, but it's the thing. Yeah, they fall in love with their nurses. The patients. So, so yeah. you just learned about it. That's what it sounds like. I've known of that. I didn't know it was called the Florence Nightingale. But effect. the nurse Got falls it. in love. I thought with the it was patient. something else. Not okay. the other way, right? I have no the, idea. Yes, yes. The nurse, the nurse falls, falls in love, in love with, with the, the patient. patient. But it's just so funny because, and this is Doc Brown, and the brilliance of how they wrote this character yeah. is that like he sees really simple things and explains them in such a complicated yeah. scientific yes. way, which is right. Like, yep. you know, and so he's like, "Yeah, I think my mom like fell in love with me," and he's like, "Great, Scott." The Florence Nightingale effect, of course. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, what, wait, what, what was the other one? That's literally my next, the next that's one. Literally my next quote is, is they he says, Oh, the Florence Nightingale effect. And they're talking about like how they uh you know are gonna, gonna, how are they gonna connect fall them. in love? Yeah. And he's like, uh, you know, look, that's a rhythmic ceremony ritual. <laughs> <laughs> ceremony ritual. Which is referring to the school dance. Yeah, and it's a poster that says like Chapman out of the sea dance. It's like or such a nerd thing of I have to kind of like the whole Big Bang Theory. Like everything is we're going to take something simple and make this really long yeah. complicated thing and tie it back. Yeah. <laughs> what did he call it again, Jay? A rhythmic ceremonial ritual. <laughs> and then not two seconds later, you know, Michael J. Fox is like, ah, this is so heavy, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Doc Brown's like, there's that word again. Heavy. heavy. <laughs> so he's like, why is everything so heavy in the future? Yeah, yeah the gravitation, <laughs> something with the gravitational blah, blah, blah. Um, I was laughing so hard. It was man. so good. <laughs> There's that word again. That whole Heavy. scene, that whole scene where they go into the school <laughs> yeah, and you see, you see George getting picked on. Yep. Uh, he tries to get George to hit on Lorraine. Yeah. And it's just. Awful, awful cringe 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 yeah. just hello lorraine <laughs> <laughs> like, everything and, and strickland, strickland shows up like everything in that oh, he never had minutes. hair <laughs> that yeah, three dude. or four minutes was and so like, good and strickland like i mean think about it, like george is just getting his shit kicked in the whole way down the hallway <laughs> and and strickland's like he's just pouring gasoline on the fire he walks mm -hmm. up he's like <laughs> what's the matter with you McFly you're a slacker and it's yeah. like dude he's getting his ass kicked man. Yeah. Like, he has all of his school papers with him <laughs> and books nobody look at all the other kids yeah they have like a book he's got all, all the stuff them. and you're saying he's a slacker yeah, yeah he's literally the no. only one doing anything in that school and he's a slacker Worst principal. and like dude let's be real George McFly is getting straight A's <laughs> like yeah. he's an honor roll kid for of sure of course and a peeping Tom yeah and a peeping Tom and he likes chocolate milk he loves chocolate Who doesn't milk. like chocolate milk? Chocolate milk inspired confidence in him, and I like that. You know, like next time <laughs> I'm out superpower. and I need a little <laughs> shot of confidence, dude, I'm ordering chocolate milk. So this is literally the perfect segue because, like, that's his alcohol, right, to get confidence? <laughs> yeah. So watching this movie, I don't really drink a whole lot. Jeremy doesn't drink. drink. Um, I used to. More. Used to, but, like, you really don't, no. like... None of us really drink. However, no. if we did a drinking game for this movie, oh, yeah, that's we right. have two things yeah. that would have been perfect. Yeah. Anytime the mom says dream yep. or like dream he's boat, a dream. dreamy. Yeah. 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 He's so dreamy. Yeah. You got to drink. And anytime Biff says butthead, yeah, but <laughs> you got to drink. Or anytime anyone says McFly. Yes. Oh, you'd right. Be you'd be dead. on the floor, dude. Mm -hmm. McFly this, McFly that. Fuck. Ooh, ooh. We once watched... Uh, Eddie Murphy's Delirious, mm -hmm. and it was any time he dropped an f bomb, and you were done in twenty minutes. Oh my it god, it was so fun. Yep, yep. I believe it. Loved it. Uh, your boy, 
number two on the list for best actor in here or best favorite actor. Crispin. George, yeah, George McFly's, his, like, movements and his, like, he does these things with, like, his arms in this movie that are, like, very... <laughs> he's so lanky. Know. He is... Good. He's very eccentric. And during the film, as promised, audience, I, I did a little digging to see if I was making some shit up or if I was onto something. I was, in fact, onto something. Oh. So, um... It's a little more uh, detailed than I kind of touched on, but basically um, when he appeared in Back to the Future Part 2, they did not ask him. Right? Like He didn't give his blessing or consent for mm -hmm. them to have him in the second one. And they had taken the molds of his face uh, from the old age makeup from the original and put it on another actor. Oh, dang. Right? So this other actor is wearing prosthetics of Crispin Glover's face and doing his mannerisms and like totally impersonating him. Dang. And they spliced that with footage from this one, the Back, Back to the Future Part 1. And That's they, crazy. And they did that to fool audiences into thinking that Crispin Glover was in fact uh, reprising the role in the second one. That is gangster. Yeah, that so is he, ridiculous. Yeah, so he filed a lawsuit, right? Yeah. And it was the first time he sued the studios for using his likeness without consent. Did he win? There's no and way. he won. He won? He won. 100%. Dang, that's yeah. why he didn't do any other movies? Well, he did. He's putzed around, but yeah. nothing uh, that we know. Um, And then, so, as far as the beef between him and production, it's actually pretty fucking interesting. So... There were two reasons he beefed with the, the studios and did not uh, join the cast in the second one. Okay. First of which was money, right? So okay. he found out that his salary was half of Lorraine's and Biff's. And he's like, dude, we all have equal the size same. roles. They're yeah. equal. Yeah. Like, yeah. why am I getting shafted shaft, here? Yeah. Especially because, and I'm going to go out and say it, they're, all three of them are fucking incredible performances. Yeah. But without Crispin Glover, like, it's not the same. Mm -hmm. It's not the same movie. Yeah. Pay the man. The second reason was he big time beefed with Bob Zemeckis because the original ending of Back to the Future was more about monetary gain. Right, which you kind of see in this mm -hmm. ending where it's like they got the fancy new truck, they got the fancy house, mm -hmm. and originally they were going to have the payoff being in um, Marty's parents being like super, super wealthy. And Crispin was like, dude, I don't want the ending of the, like, I think it's bullshit that the ending of this movie is basically like, oh, yeah, the reward for this is like money. Mm -hmm. It should be love. Like, mm -hmm. it should be about love. And apparently him and Bob got crazy into it about that. Uh, he's a romantic. Which is interesting because that's how, how it ended ends, it. right? Yeah, that's what they ended up doing. Yeah, and so because they beefed so hard, he didn't come back. Uh, for the audience listening, there is an interview where he talks about this. Oh, dang. I'll plug it in the show notes so that people can watch it. Heck yeah. Yeah. Interesting. That's super interesting. And he looks good, huh? He looks He good. looks kind of the same. Yeah. Yeah, man. Put Jeremy really took like notes and quotes and like. <laughs> yeah, well, I was. We, dove in. He's like rabbit hole, rabbit hole, yeah. rabbit hole. Oh, I, oh <laughs> dude, that, that's not even the. Tip that of was the like a, a Flynn fact and a notes, notes and, and quotes. quotes. He's trying to take. If they took germs. <laughs> I demand equal pay to him. Well, well I you, mean, you know, we're not, I mean, we're, we're not. Now we're all equal at, at zero, all. so that's pretty yeah, cool. But, yeah. but I, I just I wanted to bring that in. Yeah. I thought that was you know 
I thought that's cool. I like it. <laughs> um, on the topic of money. Yes, sir. Because we're kind of there. Uh, I never realized that when Doc Brown is like setting up all the instruments and shit, mm. then when the cop's like, oh, you got a, <laughs> you got you a, permit? a permit for this? Yeah. And he comes down, he's like, of course I do. Pulls out his wallet, yeah, and in the background is like he's gonna he's bribe. Cash. He's yeah. gonna bribe the cop yeah. while it like pulls into uh, uh, Marty like yeah. doing some other shit. Yep, I never realized that. Kind of makes sense though, because Strickland at the beginning, the principal is saying how don't hang out with Doc Brown. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's a slacker. Yeah, he's a slacker. You know, but it's like he's not. They're kind of trying to say he's not a good guy. Yeah. What if he's not a good guy? We don't know what his other inventions are. No, that's true. And there are internet theories, like some Reddit. Dude, there are some really good Reddit uh, threads about... That's what we need to make your segment in this show. Reddit threads? I'll bring up like the actual facts. You bring up the conspiracy facts. I'm in, dude. <laughs> Love that. I'm in. Here we go. There it is. <laughs> Season you guys want to talk about birds aren't real? <laughs> yeah, there we go, dude. Get that to the camera. Let's see if the camera... See if you guys can get that. I don't know. Go look it I up, audience. It My favorite conspiracy theory. Conspiracy? I said that word, right? You yeah. Did, of all time. Anyway. Uh, right. The band at the Enchantment Under the Sea Dance. Yo, these slaps. guys rip, dude. Really good. Really, really good. Marvin Berry. Marvin Berry, dude. <laughs> Earth Angel. Earth Angel. Earth Angel. Please be my I love YouTube's that you can sing so well. That was not well. I know. <laughs> That was literally bad. <laughs> I want them to <laughs> hear you sing on propose. Uh, you know, there's things on Spotify. We don't need to get into this. I'll put links in the show notes. Jeremy uh, doesn't realize you and I already had an entire song in this episode. We did. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, Just missing stuff, huh? <laughs> it doesn't seem like there was consent in the 50s. Yo, dude. Like, <laughs> I don't remember that. Doesn't hold up. That, no. There is rapey. a. Like, um, <laughs> It's it's a little brutal, honestly, because yeah. uh, I get why, and and I wouldn't change it, right? Because it it is these are the stakes of the film, right? Like it needs to be intense for George McFly to kind of summon the courage and yes. you know take the call hand. to action and yeah, right. So it 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 happened. I, I wouldn't change that, but God, is it rough. Yeah, it's tough. And like, not only just in the car scene with Lorraine and Biff, but like, even in the cafeteria. Yep, in the cafeteria. Like, first day Marty's at school, and, and Biff's yeah. like, you know, sh- Lorraine's like, Biff, I'm not that kind of girl. And he's like, maybe you are. You just don't know it yet. And <laughs> yeah. I was like, ooh, fuck, dude, chill. I mean, even the way George yep. meets her the first time, right? Yeah, Marty's like, yeah. oh, you should meet her. And he's like, how hey. are you? Yeah. Audience need to see how close we can get. We were very close. That was like almost Eskimo. We can get closer. Close. <laughs> but um, it's, it's, it's brutal, huh, guys? It's, like, it's a little brutal. Yeah. <laughs> it's uncomfortable. Yeah, it's, it's sure. uncomfortable for sure. Yep. Um, but at the same time, when George McFly pops that punch. That's my next note. Hit me with the note, dude. So one of the best shots in the movie is yeah. what you're describing. Yeah. Is when like George comes to the, he's like, he has to come to the, the door where Biff's being literally like, Freaking rapey. Yeah, dude, rapey. But, uh, Pulls over there. Hey, you, get your damn hands, hands off her. Yeah. And he, like, is like, you picked the wrong car. It's like, 
no Biff <laughs> you like and he gets out of the car and like tries to break his arm no you're breaking his arm yeah, oh, yeah, God. Yeah. and he shoves Lorraine to the ground yeah and then he looks at her like the shot is he looks at her yeah. and then he looks up yeah. at Biff and then you see the shot of his fist just like slowly oh, yeah. closing and then he just turns and just pops Damn. Biff and that whole like all of the shots there yeah. especially the clenched fist yeah. was it is fantastic. One of my all-time favorite scenes because like it's so satisfying. You know what I mean? Like there's just never a moment where your hero the heroism of it, mm-hmm. right? And and the the character arc that peaks in this moment. Yeah. It's just so satisfying, man. It fills my fucking heart. Cuz you've been waiting You've been waiting the whole time. You're like, uh, we need them to love each other. We need yeah. him to stand up. Yeah. He isn't stop being a bitch. And like, not only so yeah. that Marty can get back to the future, For because him. like, damn, dude, I want George McFly to catch a fucking break out here. Yep. You know what I just saw, though? You know how annoying it would be if someone you don't know shows up and is just like, come on, come on, like, go go <laughs> hang out with that girl. And why aren't you hanging out with George? And like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> like, get the hell out of here. That'd be I, really annoying. I think in the 50s, people were a lot more personable. If yeah. someone shows up, now we know if someone shows up just randomly starting telling us to do stuff. We need to listen. He's probably from the future. Yeah. Most likely. When we should listen. You know, I walked into Starbucks today and a guy yelled at me and said, hey, I'm going to be a millionaire. And I was like, okay, shit, I should have become friends with him because yeah, maybe he was from the future. And maybe he was going to break you off, man. Like a Kit Kat bar? No, like break you off some money. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next. Or, or a Kit Kat. <laughs> uh, when McFly <laughs> plays the guitar and plays Johnny Be Good. That's it, yeah. And before and before he starts playing, he yeah. goes, Blues and Riff, uh, Blues Riff and B, uh, look for changes and try to keep up. Like, yeah, dude. Michael J. Fox has never been that cool. No, f- ever. For sure. That dude. is the coolest line he's ever said. And I love the way the, he says it. The way they transition from the car where Marvin cuts his hand, right? And he's like, You don't know anyone who can play guitar, do you? And then it just cuts to Marty playing. <laughs> playing guitar. What a sick edit, dude. Yep. Like, oh, it's a good movie. a lot of those. It's yeah. not a bad movie. And we uh, we looked this up while we were watching. Uh, Michael J. Fox knows how to play the guitar. That's that's right. He plays guitar. And uh, according to an interview he did uh, two years ago, he can still play the song. Johnny that's be awesome. Good. I like that. Uh, Johnny be good. In that same thread, people don't talk about Huey Lewis in the news enough. I agree. Okay, I've got a, a Jeremy fun fact Ooh, I love about those. my life. Look at this guy trying to take our ticker. No, I'm not I taking know. your jobs, you guys. I'm just, okay. I'm trying to bring, you know, germ facts. I want, I want you to know me. I want you to come into my life a little bit. Come on in. The year was 2017, I believe. Maybe 2018. <laughs> okay. Tell me more. And uh, me I more, went on a Comic Con cruise. <laughs> Okay. A Comic-Con cruise. A Comic-Con cruise. Whoa. Yeah, dude. <laughs> By myself. You're doing oh, it. my Lord. Yes, you're you're doing is, a movie podcast, this man. Is, this is yeah, look, look whose house you're at, bro. <laughs> yeah. This should not be a surprise. Yeah. Above you are hundreds of Star Wars toys. I think there's actually one right behind that chair right yeah, there. Yeah, there's some there, too. <laughs> so I'm on this cruise, uh-huh. okay, and they have a band that plays all the big parties called oh my God. the Flux Capacitors. <laughs> And they are an 80s cover band, and they fucking rip, dude. That's awesome. They I, rip. I actually know a guy up in Sa- Sacramento. He's very well known up there for he's uh, he heads up a Huey Lewis cover band. See? And he 
smashes it. Yeah, I mean, he's so good at and it. And they're so fun, and they all wear Back to the Future clothes and stuff. That's they awesome. They have hoverboards and shit. Whoa. I'm telling you, man. Do they have a time machine? I don't think so. Then it's not that great, is it? Well, it's still pretty great. <laughs> it's still pretty cool. The Flux Capacitors, man. <laughs> the Flux Capacitors. Yeah, check them out on YouTube. They're a really good band. <laughs> What's the name of the Flux Capacitors? Flux Capacitors. Hey. Oh, weird. There they are. Okay, um, I got two more notes. Have to okay. put in. Hit and, it. I, and I put one finger up, but I meant to put two. Mm, good job. Um, the Biff in the new future, once they come back, is <laughs> oh, yeah. hilarious. Hilarious. Like trying to only oh, put hey, one coat of wax <laughs> on the car. Yeah. And like, oh, hey, Marty. Yeah. Oh, your book came. And like the way he's like, he moves his shoulders. <laughs> yeah, maybe? Like that's what it is. Is uh, is so good. Such a departure from other Biff. It, it is. And, and it was so campy but it was okay and yes. that's the thing and even like their 50s characters like lorraine <laughs> yeah this chick is always out of breath yeah did you guys notice that she like, has she's that like giant yeah. glass and she's just pouring her vodka in <laughs> dude like in the in the 50s like when she shows up at doc brown's uh lab mm-hmm. right and she's like hey marty um, i was just wondering if you'd well, that's because she she's nervous. She's nervous, and she just followed him all the way home. Home, so she probably had to like run and D- shit. But I'm telling you guys, next time you watch Back to the Future, you'll notice she's always out of breath. Now we'll have to watch her other movies and like see. She's, she's like, just always out of breath. Like when Marty's like, "Why do you keep calling me Calvin?" And she's like, "Sorry, Cap, Marty." You know, you'll yeah. notice, dude. Well, she's a nervous girl. She's, she's in love with the dream with her son. Ugh. Um, it's like kissing my brother. The very last quote: "Roads, where we're going, we don't need roads." I was fired up, man. Which is a top ten iconic line of, of all time, sure. of course. How many lines in this movie are like top ten lines? I mean, top ten stuff because now we got to think about what else is there. I mean, push it to eighty-eight miles an hour. That has to be another one. Yeah. It's up there because no matter where you say it. Everyone knows what you're talking about. Yeah, I got to crank it to 88. That is so amazing. Yeah. You know, culturally. Except for Sam Gray. Doesn't know. Yes. She doesn't count. You said everyone. In this context. That's that's fair. That's fair. (laughs) Well, actually. (laughs) Wow. Let me see. I was going to say something about, oh, the DeLorean. So, 2006, (laughs) I went to Universal Studios. Okay. And my buddy Matt worked there. Okay. Okay. He did like uh, pyrotechnics and stuff like that for all the shows. And nice. Anyways, um, so we go on the backlot tour, and um, you know, do all that, and it's amazing. By the way, the clock tower and all that shit—it's there. You still see it. Really? Yeah. The whole uh, square. A lot of it got burned down in the fires, um, but the the uh, town hall with the clock and everything still there, guys. Sweet. so anyways, then we get in line for this ride, and I'm like, well, I don't want to go on this ride, dude. What are we doing? He's like, dude, just trust me. I was like, oh, <laughs> fuck. All right, dude. I do, man. I do. I trust you. Yeah. So we wait in line, and then he's like, all right, come with me. And we jump these ropes, and I'm like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> and then we end up at this wall, like these hedges that are like 15 feet tall, and there's a little door. And I was like, yo, dude, where are we, where are we going, man? How, did, how well did you know this guy? Uh, really well. Okay. Yeah, I knew I was safe, but but what could be beyond the door? Did he let you open the door? So he's like, he looks at me and he's like, you ready? And I was like, I am. And he opens the door. It's a parking lot. All the vehicles from all Universal movies. Whoa. In a parking lot. Whoa. 
including the DeLorean from Back to the Future, which I then sat in. Holy shit. I opened Mr. Fusion, dude. Shit works. I feel like... Remember, Jeremy once told the story. He like blacked out telling. He made up a story about Roger Ebert and Gene Siskel. Yeah, you told this story and like blacked out. I don't like, remember what episode. I was waiting for Jeremy to be like, "We opened the door and then we time traveled and <laughs> we went into Narnia, <laughs> <laughs> the Lion, the Witch, and the DeLorean." Dude, I'll tell you right now though, I'm not going to Narnia, bro. You know what I mean? They can keep it. <laughs> you know, it's not my not my style. <sighs> I'd oh, rather. Man. I would rather go way like. I don't think Narnia is in my top no. 30. No, dude. I'd rather go anywhere. I'd rather go to Wisconsin than Narnia. <laughs> Fair. I'd rather go to like Cancun or something. Yeah, for sure. He went Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah. That's He's how a little I want to go to. <laughs> Big cheese guy. I, I want to see the Badgers. <laughs> I do like cheese. But my point is that the DeLorean in real life. That's guys, awesome. It was amazing. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. It was cool. Do they have the Millennium Falcon Park back there? No, at the time, it, well, it's not a universal <laughs> property. I know, I was, yes. I was, idiot. You know what kidding. they did have, it's though? also not a fucking Ooh, car. A what? Jeep from Jurassic Park. They had all the Jurassic Park vehicles. Mm. The Deathmobile from uh, Animal House. Oh. Yeah, all, all kinds of shit. All the Fast and Furious cars, guys. It was dope, man. I'm just Dang. saying. All right, so that being said, what I'd like to kick it to at this moment. This one. Is... Who could have done it? Who, Who could have done, done it? Yeah, dude. With Jay Flinney. All right. Jason Flynn. I have two for you. Okay. Dos. It's really only two characters. Let's start with Doc Brown. Okay. Yeah. Who could have done it better than Christopher Lloyd? Now, I, I'd like to... Can we add a disclaimer? Sure. I don't think anyone could have done it better. Okay. Who else would have been considered in 1985 to replace Doc Brown? Well, I'm going to come out of the gate with our resident favored pick, a man who could be any role, Mm. and that's Ernie Hudson. He could have done it. I don't know. He 100% could have. You got to get this thing to 88 miles an hour. (laughs) It would have been such a different character. different. Different movie. Still good. John Malkovich. Oh shit! I could, one, I could get down with that. So I have, I have the actual cast list Ooh, of who could have done it. Just for for the one character, we're talking. There's like 30 names on here, so wow. we're not going to go through all of them. It's the greatest hits. So well, so then they had the ones that they were really actually considering. Let's okay. do those. Yeah. Um, so we're talking the 80s, 85, 85. Oh my God! How funny would it be if Christian Slater was on there? <laughs> I think he would have been like Marty, probably. He would have been, been super young. Yeah, man. and Marty, so he was twenty-eight. Uh, Michael J. Fox was twenty-eight when this was shot. Damn, he's a young-looking dude. Yeah, was River Phoenix alive? No, I don't think so. Or mm, yeah. yeah, yeah, he, he was. Yeah. He would have been alive. Yeah, yeah. dude, River as, Phoenix as Marty? as Marty. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm there for that, dude. Yeah. Good call. Especially because is he goofy enough? Like I feel like he's goofy. He, he could does be it for enough. sure. Yeah, and he doesn't need to be like, you know, a goofball. No. Yeah. Well, we got a whole story about that on the uh, Plus, next. Uh, who could have done it? River Fook. Phoenix in the fifties. That's a good look. Yeah, that's true. a good look. All right, so back to the one we're actually talking about. Yes, sir. Any any more guesses? Nope. DB. Who? DB Doc Cooper. Brown. Doc Brown. Doc Brown. Okay, so Harold Ramis. Oh my god, dude! Um, that would have been great. Oh yeah, Egon, Egon, yeah. Egon. Especially back then. Oh my god, dude! Right. Harold Ramis, amazing pick. Yeah, uh, Randy Quaid. 
I could see it, but not not the right flavor. Like goofy, but maybe maybe too too goofy. Yeah. James Woods. Interesting turn. We never talk about him. Too dark. Too sinister. Keep keep that in mind for um (laughs) I only know him from the there's a family guy. Family guy cup. Ooh, a candy. Ooh, a candy. Yeah, you'll know. He's in a lot of stuff. Let me let me get you. I got you, Jay. There you go. Well, he's pulling that up. I really like this one. John Cleese. Oh, okay. John That's Cleese could have for sure done it. Yeah. I John love John Cleese. Cleese. Yeah, dude. I think he could have he nailed done it. it for sure. Goofy. Yep. Still some seriousness, but goofy. He can act. He can slapstick. He can riff. Let's get him in there. Let's see what it's like. I, I feel like all the crossed out names on here, they were literally just writing everyone. John Lithgow. That's, that one's pretty interesting. Uh, uh, they wrote Robin Williams. I was here. just about to say Robin Williams. Like, I don't know. Too like much. Too much. Too much. Too much. He'd yeah. be making all his different characters all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Too much. Too loud. Steve Martin. Yep. Chevy Chase. Uh, like I said, they were they kind of no, just had no, every... Those yeah. ones were crossed out, but the last one they didn't have crossed out that I think is incredibly interesting jeff goldblum yeah i was gonna say that especially because this is right after the fly right so they're thinking he's scientist from the fly Mm -hmm. but again you go too dark talk about a different movie yes you go uh, too dark you've uh you gotta get it to uh 88 (laughs) uh miles an hour i also had uh Gene Hackman on there. They basically had everyone. Everybody. You could tell they were swinging for the fences on it. Okay, who's the other one? Michael J. Fox. Who, who could have done it? We're going to, yeah, let's start with mm. that, and then we'll we'll talk about a uh, hot mm. topic. River. Well, uh, River. Christian Slater. You guys down with Christian Slater? Potentially. Yeah, I could see him. Is he young enough? He was young back looking? then. Yeah, back then he was. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. Oh, man. So do you know the story of Eric Stoltz? I thought you were about to be like... Do you know who Eric Stoltz is? You probably do. I do, yes. Pulp Fiction. I got him. Uh, What's his name in Pulp Fiction? He's the drug dealer in Pulp Fiction. Yeah. With the red hair. Yeah. Here you go, Jane. These are all terrible pictures, but... Okay, but that's him. That's him. What if I told you he actually oh, was Marty McFly for two months? That's right. He was. They actually. Look at I have a photo. He was the original choice to be Marty McFly. And then a few weeks into production, they decided this is too dark. Yep. That's it. We'll put it up there. Yeah. So just I'll send so it to you guys. Get to see it. Yeah. Uh, so they decided two months or a couple weeks into production, they're like, you know, this isn't working. He's too dark, too serious. It's not goofy enough. They wanted this to be a comedy. So they go to the studio head and they say, we're pulling the main actor. Like, we're pulling pulling the main guy. He said, okay. And they're like, we got to go find someone else. Well, in the meantime, they're not going to stop shooting. Right. So they let this poor bastard keep shooting the movie, thinking he's the guy, while they're recasting. recasting. They get Marty in. They're Dang. like, okay, cool. I guess there was even a point. Uh, the scene where, like, the big final scene where he's going to drive off into back to 1985 they put the stunt double in the car like to do the piece which kind of weird to me that you have to use a stunt double just to drive a car but whatever Mm. and they're like okay well have a great day and that was his final moment ever on the set and they're like scoot him off bring in marty reshoot everything wow (laughs) dang i wonder so what they 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 kept shooting with him just to 
you know they kind of just had to keep because then they would use scenes that maybe he wasn't necessarily in in but that he was in and plus what if they couldn't then get someone else in on it storyboards in real time so they were basically keeping things moving and they still got they still did it for 19 million yeah that's crazy yeah it's pretty and they had to pay that guy a severance and everything that's kind of interesting though he I mean, he's done a lot of stuff, but he's not a big actor. No, right? not he's at not. All. He's this could have been his thing. This could have been wow. his thing. Wow. He thinks about that all the time. He does, dude. Well, and so they've asked, they're like, what, you know, people want to see the footage because they have tons of footage of this. And uh, Zemeckis and Gale, Bob yeah, Gale, Bob Gale. Uh, they said they'll never release it because they're like, this guy's a real actor. He's a real director. And this is terrible footage. Oh wow! <laughs> like, really? Yeah, they're like, we don't, we don't want to like mark the guy. Oh basically. man! Everybody wants it. It's like the holy grail, ooh, holy grail, of the footage. But. That's it's really interesting because when you look at them too, they look kind of similar. They definitely do, especially the young photo there, which will yeah, we'll put it up there. That's yeah. kind of nuts. But they said it, it was taking too dark of a turn, so they decided. Oh. Uh, Wow. Decided not to have him. Wow. And that's pretty, I'd say that's pretty rare to pull the main actor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not how that goes. Several usually. weeks into filming. So not even like, okay, let's start production. It's no, you were filming for two months. Uh, so it was really a few weeks in as them when they decided to swap him. So then they needed a couple more weeks. Wow. That's crazy. That's a lot of film burned. <laughs> crazy. Anyways, that's, uh, that's who could have done it. Who could have done, done it? So now we're going to kick to Jay Flynn again. Oh, oh, hello. For the tomato meter. What do you think? So I, I think this is a perfect movie. I think it's a perfect movie. Jay Gray? He hated it. 92%. 92%. I'm going tomatoes. higher. I'm going 98. 98? Just because there's some asshole out there. I'm going to actually. There's some motherfucker. Rewind. Jason Gray? 88. 88? Back for the irony? Up. Yes. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. See what he did there, Flynn? Okay, hold on. Split the diffy? No, it's 96. 96? 96 out of 83 reviews. So there's, what, two people. So just like you said. <laughs> Some asshole out <laughs> there. Like like two, oh, you know what? There's like two or three people. Audience score, 94, actually. That's a l- little bit lower. Yeah. Okay. I don't love it. The um, Roger report. The Roger report. So people that Roger, didn't Roger. like it, hold on, before we get to Roger, the yeah. people that didn't like it, uh, Sheila Benson from the LA Times uh, wrote this in 2013. Paper. It's big, cartoonish, and empty with an interesting premise empty? that is underdeveloped and overproduced. Uh, what's her name? <laughs> Sheila? <laughs> Yeah. Her name she Sheila. She doesn't have a job anymore. She can get the fuck out, dude. <laughs> There's no way. Like who? Uh, it's who? too cartoony, and you wrote it in 2013. It's empty. It's get empty. F- fuck out of here, <laughs> Sheila. John John Hartle from Film.com says so busy being clever that it trips over its own ingenuity. Well, you're. I hope you trip over a fucking. Never mind. I'm gonna stop. Be careful. Yeah. <laughs> we know how your past. I was about to is. take that to a bad place, you guys. I yep. I don't wish him ill will, but I will say that that is not smart. Okay. Uh, what do, what do we think, old Raj? Old Raj is gonna say. I think Raj had a blast. I do. Said, I think. Yeah, you can dis. You can. Uh, um, what is it? When you uh, d- uh, like belief? Uh, suspend disbelief. Suspend disbelief. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, it's a fun movie. I it bet he gave it three out of four. Yeah, three point three, 3 out of four. Yeah, three point five out of four. Yeah, yeah. three point five out of four. Mm, my man, he was in there. Uh, he said, "Oh, sorry." <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad we're doing video. Yeah. 
it shows not only a fine comic touch, but also some of the lighthearted humanism of a Frank Capra. I'm I'm so in agreement uh, with that. You know what that means? Uh, I got a box set. Yeah, Frank Capra. Uh, I got a box set. I'll let you guys Frank it. Capra. Catch it up. Is it like fifties directing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so Roger, he was down. What Siski say? Oh, yeah, I actually I didn't look it up. Probably hated it. Give me one second. You know, I like some of it, but the time travel doesn't work. It just doesn't really make sense. It's not possible. Uh, Yeah, it's not good. Oh man, (laughs) Siskel, John, there was a little camping for me. Yeah, they can. They can all. You guys can all go hang out on an island by yourselves. Yep. Hold on. All right. So old Gene Siskel, he actually went. He actually went positive. For once on us. And he said, uh, director Zemeckis, who was on a roll with this film in previous effort, Romancing the Stone. Great flick. He's placed enough twists and turns in in his story so that even jaundiced movie viewers are likely to be surprised more than once. I'm sorry. Did he refer to moviegoers as jaundiced? Uh, Not all of them. (laughs) I think he means ones that (laughs) People who go a lot. Well, people that, you know, that they've seen this script before or this storyline before and he old gene does this right he's like i've heard this story before and what's shakespeare's thing about there's only seven plot lines or whatever but what's surprising to me is just the adjective jaundiced yeah like uh, i i do i i don't like that he's a he's a piece of work yeah that that uh, that makes me feel funny (laughs) Your, um, your boy, by the way, I had jaundice as a little baby. Me no too. Shit. Both y'all same too. name, same jaundice. Hell yeah, fucking uh. idiot. Dang, <laughs> not have a jaundice. Not so. Hey, oh, oh, I almost had it. Alcoholism. Yeah, oh, good job. Three way. Wow, that was good. Yeah, I'll just I'll live here, and you guys can clap me. Clap him. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead. And I gotta give old Gene a little bit of credit here, though, against you or I don't something. Like this. I mean, the definition is affected by bitterness, resentment, or envy. So it's me that's the idiot. Yeah. Well, no, I don't think so. No, in that context, he's saying even like idiots, even the ones that are affected by bitterness, resentment, or envy. So ones that have basically kind of given up on the genre, even they will have a good time. That. I don't know. I'm not actually standing up for the guy. I just wanted to contradict him. Yeah. Because he's trying to take our show, man. He is trying to take it. You're taking troops. No, <laughs> All right. Yes, you here. Great. Move on. So, <laughs> do we have any final thoughts on Back to the Future Part One? Perfect movie. Love it. It's Good. great. I I'm just. I was. I wanted to say this at some point. It's a. It's a little bit touched by time, for sure. As far as like, how it's not as tight as what we're used to. I think. Okay. But it's you know there's a reason why we're watching it. It's. It's top. Is it in the top ten of all time? It could be. Could be. Could be up there. We'll I say don't know. It's we did tough point to out get it in the top ten. Yeah, we did point out that some of the practical effect effects when you're watching in HD, yeah, stand out like really harshly. Yeah, like the it was the makeup, the makeup from old, yeah. when they look yeah, old. Makeup. You could see it in the neck, and I guarantee you never saw that before no. looking at it in that no. high. You're def. watching that on VHS, dude. They look old. Yeah, yeah. those effects look incredible. Yeah, yep. yeah, but on the high def. A little rough. A little rough. Um, I would like to just suggest for us, Back to the Future 2 mm-hmm. I and 3, mm-hmm. I don't think we do them as, of course, they hold up, mm-hmm. but I would like to put them through the gauntlet. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm, I personally 
love the second one. And if I'm listening to my memory, I love it more than the first one. But that could be nostalgia. The third one I remember loving. That one could definitely be nostalgia. And I remember... I definitely agree. We could watch number three God, because yes. I mean, we could put we could put both of them on there because number three, I don't ever remember liking. Wow, let's put it through the gauntlet, guys. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's just see what happens. Let's do it. That being said, thank you so much for joining us on this very special episode of It Holds Up. Where. Of course it holds up. Of course. Oh, see who? Of course. Of course course it holds up. That's Back to the Future. We had a blast. We hope you guys enjoyed it. And we hope to see you back next week for our regularly scheduled programming. Mm -hmm. Until then, I'm Jeremy Miller. I'm Jason Gray. I'm Jason Flynn. Take it easy. 